Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you always wished you had and secretly you're trying to get. If you want to get off the struggle bus of trying to hate yourself thin and beating yourself up to get it together already, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter, and I'm also a certified life coach. Did you know that you can be confident and not have it all together? Stick with me. I'll show you how. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, we are going to talk about healthy emotions about you. So feelings are the most important things in our lives. They determine the quality of our lives. Every experience in our lives, we experience through an emotion. So when we can take control of our emotions, we take control of our entire experience of being alive. When we think that external things, situations, and other people cause our feelings, that's when we suffer. When you think things in the world, external experiences, your past, other people and their behaviors, and situations that are outside of you are the reason that you're upset or angry or hurt or powerless, you're always wrong. It's always our thinking causing our feelings. Always, every time. Blame, dependence, overwhelm, worry, fear, shame, and judgment are examples of what I call indulgent emotions. They don't give us the result we want, and there's no traction, there's no growth or movement when we're feeling them. Okay, there are two big misconceptions about these emotions that I just mentioned. The blame, overwhelm, worry, fear, those. Okay, number one is that they're important or necessary. We think it's important or necessary to be worried about our weight. We think it's important or necessary to be worried about the state of the world. We think it's necessary or important to be overwhelmed by what's going on in the world around us, right? Number two misconception is that these feelings are caused by outside circumstances. We think that the number on the scale is causing us to feel worried or overwhelmed. We think that the election or COVID is the reason that we're feeling angry, but this is never true. It is not necessary for us to be worried about the number on the scale. Being worried doesn't help. It doesn't help the scale to go down by worrying about it. And it certainly doesn't help us make good food choices and exercise choices. The number on the scale is just the gravitational pull of you on the earth. It's just a number. It's a neutral circumstance. Now, I know you guys are probably thinking that you just don't know about that. But stay with me, okay? Your thoughts about the number on the scale are what's causing you to feel overwhelmed or worried or scared or any of those other emotions, judgment, right? 
When someone says something to you and you feel hurt or angry, the reason that you feel that way is because you believed them or you had a thought that they shouldn't say that or you had a thought like, I thought they loved me. Now, I'm not suggesting that the goal here is to walk around not having thoughts that cause us pain. That's not the goal. You don't want to just walk around all the time just being happy about everything. That's not the goal. I just know that the reason I'm feeling terrible is because of the way I'm thinking. No matter what's happening out there, I get to choose how I feel inside. Sometimes it's appropriate to feel pain. Sometimes it's appropriate to feel anger. Sometimes it's appropriate to feel sorrow, right? In those situations. But just realize that the reason you're feeling those emotions is because of the thoughts that are in your head, what you're thinking. When we take emotional responsibility of our own behaviors and the way that we feel and why we feel that way, we become self-aware. And when we are self-aware, we can start to see where we have control and how to change the things we don't like. So let's talk about how this relates to self-confidence. I hope it's not hard to make the connection that the way you feel about yourself is not because of the things outside of you. The scale, your childhood, your mom, your husband, your job. The way that you feel about yourself is because of the way you're thinking about you in relation to those things, okay? The scale, your childhood, your mom, your husband, your job, they're all neutral circumstances. Self-esteem is your opinion about you. So when I hear my clients say, I don't have a good self-esteem, it's like they're telling me the news, just something they're observing about themselves, or they're just describing themselves to me. But what they're really saying is, I don't have a very good opinion of myself. Most people bristle when I say that back to them because that feels terrible. And there's likely some things that they like about themselves. They just don't spend any time cultivating those things intentionally. You see, you get to think whatever you want about yourself. I promise this is true. Why wouldn't you choose to think the very best about yourself? You can work towards believing the things that you want to believe about yourself. The only thing you have to do is decide that you want to work on it. The freebie that I have for you on my website at sherrybrazier.com will walk you through believing something you don't yet believe. So go get that today and start believing the things that you want to believe about yourself. It'll walk you through how that works. And this is the process that I do every day about believing something new. It's the process I went through when I was really working on my own self-confidence and I still do self-confidence work today. And this is how that freebie is how I do it. So a lot of my clients get stuck in the actions that they take, that they have taken or that they're not taking. They think that their actions define who they are. Newsflash, that is not true. Your actions are neutral. What you think about them is what produces how you feel about them. Okay, so how much 
are you judging your actions? How much are you criticizing yourself for your actions or your inactions? Let's say going to the gym, not going to the gym. Okay, those are actions. What do you feel? How do you, how much are you judging yourself over those actions or inactions? Okay, how often are you giving yourself credit and applauding yourself for the actions you are taking? How much time do you spend there? Here's a simple way that you can find out what you're thinking about your actions. It's, it's five steps and it's super easy. You want to ask yourselves these questions. Number one, what is the action you're taking or not taking? Let's take yelling at your kids because all of us who are parents are yelling at our kids. So no shame here. And all of us who are parents that are yelling at our kids want to stop and we don't want to do that. And we feel shame when we do that, right? So we're all on the same page. If you're a parent, then this applies to you. Number two, what do you think about yelling at your kids? That you're a terrible mom? That you should be better? Okay, number three, how does that feel? Thinking that you're a terrible mom, how does that feel? Maybe shame? Regret? Number four, how do you show up with your kids when you're feeling shame and regret? Do you disengage from them? Are you not very kind? Maybe you don't teach them or help them learn. Maybe you yell at them. Maybe you blame them for the way that they're reacting. Maybe you blame them for whatever it is that they did. And that's the way that you feel the way you feel, right? And number five, what's the result of the way you show up with your kids when you're feeling shame and regret because you're thinking that you're a terrible mom? Well, you prove to yourself that you're a terrible mom. Thinking you're a terrible mom directly creates proof that you are not the mom you want to be. That thought is not useful and it's creating a lot of pain. Do you see this? has nothing to do with actually yelling at your kids. It's your thought about yelling at your kids. Because when you have the thought about yelling at your kids that you're a terrible mom, then that creates shame and regret. And then when you're in shame and regret, you yell at your kids or you blame them for whatever it is that they did. And that's the reason that you feel the way you feel. So when you blame them, what does that create in your life? Usually when you're blaming someone, you're yelling at them, right? And that just perpetuates that thought that you're a terrible mom. It's a cycle, okay? So not only is this thought not useful and it's creating a lot of pain and suffering for you, it's also eroding your opinion of yourself. That thought, I'm a terrible mom, is poison. It's poison to your kids and it's poisoning to your self-concept. Promise me right now that you will never think that thought again. Pinky promise. Now, this thought is likely a habit thought. It's something that you just have thought for a long time, and it's in the back corners of your mind, and you don't really even recognize that it's there until right now when you're listening to this podcast. You're like, oh, Well, I guess I do have that thought occasionally. Well, I'm going to challenge you to pay attention to how much you think that thought. Okay. And it, 
if it's a lot of times, then that's a habit. And we have habits of thinking that we've created over time. And habits go to that lower part of your brain, right? How many of you can relate? You're like, I don't know why it just happens. I don't know what's going on in my head. It just happens. That's all coming from your lower part of your brain. And you have to not be the victim of it. And you have to say that just happens automatically. It's time for me to change that. Okay. So this is how you do it. It's just a habit that you have been thinking that you're a terrible mom. So you might think it's going to be hard to change it. It's not. You just decide. You just decide that you will never think that thought again. Maybe you'll need to add a clarifier and pretty soon you're going to train and teach your brain that that thought is not useful and eventually you'll create something else instead. That worksheet that I have for you on my website is going to help you through this process. So it might look like this. You might catch yourself thinking I'm a terrible mom, but you have to catch it and you realize it. Oh my gosh, there it is. I just thought that thought I'm a terrible mom. And then you add to it something like this, but I'm getting better, but I'm figuring it out, but I'm learning. Okay. Whatever it is for you. Doesn't that feel better when you add on that you're learning or you're getting better or you're figuring it out? Okay. So what will you tell yourself the next time that you catch yourself with this poisonous thought? Decide right now. Start practicing unconditional love for yourself and watch the magic happen. So what you're going to do is now that you're not in the moment, it's really hard to change what you're thinking in the moment, like right in the moment. You're feeling all the feelings, you're yelling at your kids, and then you add on Sherry's podcast and she says, don't do that. And then you add shame onto that and judgment and all the things, right? So right in the moment is not when you practice. The very first step is to look at, look back at what you've done and recognize it and then take complete responsibility and for your behaviors and say to yourself, how can I do that different next time? When you're not in the emotions of the situation, that's when you want to figure out what you want to think instead. Not when you're in the, in the middle of yelling at your kids. That's not the time. So if you're in the middle of yelling at your kids and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm yelling at my kids. I shouldn't be doing this. That's the first awareness that, oh, I'm catching it. And you might just talk yourself down and just say, okay, there's a better, better way to handle this. I'm going to calm myself down. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm just going to calm myself down. And then you get through the thing and you say to yourself, I didn't handle that very well. I really don't want to yell at my kids. I really don't want to, you know, be out of control or whatever it is for you, right? That moment is when you decide what to think instead. So when that happens the next time, and you're yelling at your kids and the things are happening and son is not doing what he's supposed to be doing or he's throwing a fit or you're taking my toy and he's hitting his brother and, you know, whatever, all the normal things that happened in life, right, as being a parent. That's when you pull out that thought that you have already created ahead of time, okay? So you might catch yourself actually in the moment of yelling at your kids, but you've done the work of, when I'm yelling at my kids, I'm going to think this instead. Then you pull that in and then you start thinking that instead. You just start shifting your brain just a smidge 
And then you reevaluate what happened. Like you're okay. How did that go? Well, I still yelled at my kids. I still kind of flipped out. I still didn't have a, you know, really good control of my emotions or whatever it is that you think. Then now what? That's my favorite question. Now what? How are you going to solve for this situation for the next time? It's forward thinking. It's not past thinking and past shame. It's forward thinking. This is the situation I have today. How am I going to respond next time? So this is how you create self-esteem, self-concept, self-confidence is by controlling your emotions about you and your actions and what you think about how you react and who you are. It is so important, so important to work on having healthy emotions about you and about your your actions. Because here's the thing, we all make mistakes. We all do things that are dumb. I mean, I do dumb stuff all the time. I'm not going to say, oh, well, it's their problem. I'm only going to worry about me and it's no big deal. I'll just control my thoughts and think a happy flowery thought about that thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you make a mistake and what I'm asking you to do is not put yourself into a shame blame spiral where you just beat yourself down, beat yourself down, beat yourself down. That is not useful. What is useful is for you to evaluate what happened Take ownership of your own things that you did that you don't want to do. You've made the decision, I don't want to act like that again. And then you decide how you want to act instead. And you work towards that. That's moving forward, not pushing yourself back. That's creating a self-concept that's healthy. That is creating healthy emotions about you. And over time, you'll become more self-aware, more self-aware, more self-aware, and create more emotions that are healthy about you. And pretty soon you will have a better opinion about yourself, which will create unshakable self-confidence. Because then you will be focusing also on the things that you're doing right. You'll be applauding yourself for the things that you are doing that are good. And this will cultivate those good things that you've done in your life You have to do that intentionally. And that's what this practice is. So that's what I have for you this week. Start practicing unconditional love for yourself and watch what happens. It is worth developing healthy emotions about you. It will change your life and the lives of the people around you. I promise this is true. All right. That's what I have for you today, my lovely friends. I will see you next week on next week's episode. For this week, if you like what you're learning, please rate the podcast, leave a review. I would love to start getting some reviews so that I can move farther up in the podcast feed so that more people can see me and hear what I have to teach about. So if you could leave me a review, subscribe and share it with your friends. That's the best way. So rate, review and share. And I will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence. If you want to learn more about how to create unshakable self-confidence, head over to sherrybrazier.com 
where I created a free starter guide for you. This guide is four steps to start believing the impossible and creating the life of your dreams. You will learn the four-step process I use to start believing new things. You will learn the skill of creating the future you want instead of just being at the effect of your life happening to you. Visit SherryBrazier.com today to get your free guide. I'll see you here next week.